God save the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. I'm your host, Anne Gripper, and it feels like so long since we talked about fashion. But that's what we're going to do in this part of our mini-series about the Royals' video calls during lockdown. So fashion and beauty, let's face it, it's something that we haven't all necessarily been thinking about quite as much as we might do normally because people aren't seeing quite as much of us. But the royals are pretty regularly on parade still. So I invited back Rivki Bao, who was on the show last autumn a few times. It was great to catch up with her again. And a new friend of the show, Sarah Bradbury, to talk about fashion and beauty. So Pussy bows at the ready and enjoy. So, fashion and beauty in lockdown. The royal way and also the homemade way, which is definitely what I have been on, but I have invited some friends, old and new in fact, to join us on the show to talk about matters yeah, how we look on video calls. So Rivki Baum, welcome back to the show, Fashion Queen. Hi, how are you? Yeah, all right, thank you. How's your lockdown going? Yeah, pretty, you know what? Pretty good. Good. Glad to hear it. And new to the show, welcome Sarah Bradbury, who's looking at the kind of the beauty and the hair and the accessories side of things. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, no, it's exciting. We love to get new friends on the show. And I will make sure I add you to our list of um, list of guests that runs on our Twitter account at PodSave. So if you want to catch up with people who have been on past episodes, then check that out. Which I try to put them on, but I only started it relatively recently. So some of the people from back in the day may not have made it on there. So if you notice someone I have missed, then listeners do let me know and I will add them because I don't want anyone to be offended. But anyway, back to the moment. Um, Rivki, we've seen a lot of the royals actually during lockdown. I think when we went into this kind of new phase of the world, obviously for most of the world, the last thing on their minds was, but oh my goodness, what does this mean for the royal family? But obviously for our podcast, it was quite a big deal. And actually we've probably seen far more of them than we ever really expected. They've adapted to it. We've seen them on Zoom calls they're still getting, you know, smartened up for work. We've seen the odd tie from Prince William for formal <laughs> things. Prince Charles as well. Ties are a foreign, a very foreign land. But what have you noticed about kind of the royal sense of style during these lockdown Zoom moments? I mean, yeah, I think we've seen so much of them. I didn't expect at all to see anywhere near as many, you know, as many appearances from them. I think they've looked incredibly chic and very smart, not like the rest of us who are probably in loungewear and pyjamas most of the time. Kate has managed to circumvent that. Um, She's looked fabulous. She's worn a lot of different brands. I've noticed she's worn quite a lot of higher-end brands as well, probably more so than she would on normal occasion. So she's looked incredibly chic. So what kind of higher end stuff have you spotted? Because I have to say there have been days, so my first week working from home, I was like jeans every day. And I think the second week working from home, by the time it got to Friday, it was like, never mind dress down Friday. I am doing dress up Friday. And then we've sometimes dressed for dinner, my husband and I, too. You know, you've got nice clothes, you want to wear them. So what have you spotted Kate in that's been like, I don't know, a bit more special occasion or a bit more money? <laughs> I mean, I'm super impressed that you've been getting dressed up during lockdown. Um, I've noticed she's been wearing a few bits of Tabitha Webb, um, which retails for around 275 She's worn some Beulah, 
Um, she's been wearing a couple of ghost dresses, which have looked amazing. That's a really lovely British brand. So again, she's still supporting those British brands. Um, and again, she's been wearing LK Bennett, but she has also reworn items that we've seen her in before, which is, of course, classic Kate, making sure that she gets lots of use out of her wardrobe. And in terms of colour and pattern and that kind of thing, because obviously it's weird now, you only see someone really most of the time from, you know, chest upwards. What, yes. What's she been going for? Um, it's funny, she's actually been doing a lot of colour. She's been doing a lot of what people have coined NHS blue, which has been really lovely. But actually I've seen a few pieces that have been talking about how she has worn so many colours that she's basically done a little rainbow over the last few appearances. So actually, if you put all her outfits next to each other, she has done a little rainbow. Very smart. Again, another element of the NHS kind of thing. I'm going to have to go dig through some pictures and see if I can make one. Sorry, I'm not going to ask Dad to <laughs> look, look for pictures to do that during our recording. This is a little in-joke from before. So don't worry, listeners. Occasionally, I ask Dan to do things in the middle of the show, but not this time. Um, Sarah, in terms of Kate's look from a kind of a hair and makeup point of view, I think it's fair to say she's always looked really polished but I think her hair looks quite different actually to how we've been used to seeing it what do you think yeah she's kind of stepped away from almost like a step foot rise classic look and she's kind of embracing more of like a natural aspect to her hair so it's, it's obviously quite thick and quite coarse and but she's really embracing I think she's using like a big barrel wand and like really getting into those like big curls because she's obviously able to do her own hair and makeup so she's kind of like keeping it real and it's not all like polished. It's very like messy and undone, obviously being a parent of three kids, having to homes like homeschool them as well. It's kind of, she's just kind of looking very normal and just very, just classic Kate, if you will. And it's not just like completely always immaculate. She just has like, you know, her half of her hair is up, half it's down. And it just looks supernatural how you'd want someone to be on like camera when you're talking to them. The thing I've noticed as well is I think she's gone for a bit more, there's a bit more forehead going on. Mm. It tends to be kind of pulled back. And I've actually, I think, just worked out a theory as to why. So um, during the course of lockdown, my hair has got longer. Dan Jackson eventually told me, Anne, please put your hair up so it doesn't interfere with the microphone. So I don't think it's the microphone so much for Kate, but I think the angle at which you're talking and that it is so visual and you are so focused on the screen, you don't want your hair to be coming down in your face to spoil that limited connection that you can get through a camera. What do you reckon? Good theory? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think I think her hair is, what I think is, has changed massively. Like the rest of us aren't getting our hair cut. She's not either. But I think she's just embracing it and having just to deal with it like the rest of us are. The other thing I think is she always looks really well groomed still. So I'm very excited for the day. I've never been so excited about the possibility of going back to the beautician, which obviously always involves pain, but I have quite heavy eyebrows and I'm really looking forward to going back to, am I the queen of eyebrows to have them sorted out? But like, you know, Kate, she's, she's fine. She's all groomed. Yeah. I, I want to know what she is doing with her eyebrows. Cause I'm looking at some pictures of her and they are so immaculate and they still look great. So whether she just knows her shape and she knows how to self pluck them or whether it's an ingenious trick of using like a highlighter on her brow bone to kind of hide any rogue hairs that might be peeping through. I think she's kind of really like knowing how to do her own makeup and like learning about her face herself. Is there any, any of the other royals that have stood out for you that you've um, spotted during the lockdown from a fashion point of view, Rifki, can I see you first of all? 
I feel like I've just been so focused on how great Kate's been. And I'm just really enjoying seeing more of them. Like, and seeing far more of them than, than we thought. And yeah, just all, all the color that she's been wearing and really, and again, that whole rainbow NHS thing, all those subtle little fashion tricks. But I've also really enjoyed seeing a bit more of the children as well. So that's been really nice. Obviously, we had Louis's birthday during lockdown and she dressed him in a little TU at Sainsbury's outfit. So that was really nice. I think it just really normalized her as a mum. You know, she still goes and gets those little supermarket fashion buys. How about you, Sarah? Have you spotted any of the other royals doing interesting things from that? Because, you know, video calls are such an interesting thing. It's so focused on people's face. I'm conscious that today it's, you know, I'm, I'm quite red. <laughs> <laughs> busy day been running around and I'm bright red um and you know you are really focused on people's faces it's quite sort of unforgiving in a lot of ways yeah no I agree and I think it's a case of like clever makeup tra- tricks and I don't know if everyone knows there's like a filter that you can get on zoom calls which blurs out all your imperfections where's so, that how do i get that? <laughs> so next to the video icon there's like an arrow if you click that and it says um something about like a perfect mode or if you click on video settings and then touch up my appearance it kind of like blurs everything kind of gives you an improved appearance anyway so whether Kate's using that I don't know but she's doing something magic that's for sure I will check that out after the show and try and do another picture <laughs> we can do before and after and so spot the difference but um but yeah and have you um what would be your tips for people who are watching watching they're not watching us we're we are audio only for the outside world <laughs> goodness you can tell it's been a busy day today um what would be your tips for people who are going on calls with maybe work or with friends like how do you how do you look good on a video call other than the zoom filter um i think it's all in your skincare prep so it's how you're moisturizing and if whether you're like massaging your moisture with it, like in your face and using oils and serums, but it's also um, primers are a key for making your makeup stay. Um, and also powdering in like your shiny zone. So like your T-zone, so forehead, um, cheeks, chin, end of the nose, and also um, fixing with a setting spray. I think whilst the weather is definitely picking up and it's a lot hotter here and obviously we're stuck in our houses all the time, like setting sprays have never been more useful than ever before. And Rifki, from a fashion point of view, like I, th- I think the the outfit for me that was possibly the least Kate, but the most video cool was that sort of really mustardy yellow that was such a strong colour and yeah, it really yeah. stood out on the screen. So are there, are there things like that that, you know, people should, what should people think about? I mean, we're in an interesting bunch here. We've got stripes, we've got spots and we've got floral on this call. But what kind of things would you recommend um, for our listeners in terms of a look that stands out in a video gallery? I mean, I think if you're looking to stand out, there are some great trends this year that really allow you to do that. There's, and obviously you only have to dress the top half of you. So you can be super comfy on the bottom half. Just remember not to stand up mid video call. Um, But there's loads of really lovely blouses out, big sleeves and big neckline, uh, big ruffles are really in this season. So you can really go to town on getting a lovely summer dress that's got really puffy sleeves or a really lovely blouse, maybe with a Kate-inspired 70s pussy bow neckline, which I know we love. Yes, pussy bows, we've not mentioned them for so long. Hooray, they're back. 
but you know it's it's that kind of dressing that zoom calls really allow for so you know you can keep those sweatpants on on the bottom half and just get really creative on the top half and wear something really lovely and pretty um, one thing I must ask you about, we've obviously been talking on the show a lot more about Sophie Wessex recently because she's come a bit more to the fore. She's been really pretty active throughout all of this and very visible. And we saw her and Kate sharing a call for International Nurses Day. And, you know, she has an opportunity now, now that Megan is no longer part of that sort of senior working royal group that Sophie will get seen more, she will get talked about more, her work will be talked about more, and I'm sure what she wears will be talked about more as well, because she is a very stylish lady, I think. Oh, she's incredibly stylish, and she's done some amazing work as well, and I actually think it's really lovely that she's getting to do a lot a lot more now and that she's getting to have a, a much bigger role within the royal family um she, i feel like she's always she's always been there but more in a supporting role and this is a really lovely opportunity for her to carve something far more public for herself and she always looks incredible how would you describe her style or what do you what do you like about her style i think i do think it's classic it always still toes the line perfectly but she you know she just knows exactly how to put something together that doesn't that doesn't push the envelope but she just she looks fabulous that's a really good skill to have i wish i had it and sarah from like a you know like a hair beauty i mean i think she looks great for her age as well i mean she's not you know she's not old but she looks she just looks really good do you know what she actually reminds me a lot of princess diana um in the fact that she's very traditional and her makeup is flawless but she's not compared to like Kate and Megan she's not like scared to kind of embrace like a brown or like a black eyeliner or like or like a brighter pop of color here and there but she still keeps it like very neutral very toned back she's not you know like into contouring and all the rest of it but she's she's still like she looks flawless and she looks absolutely incredible I know we're talking about like lockdown fashion here but having brought up Megan I mean obviously we've seen her on a couple of video calls since they've been away notably that adorable video of her reading the book to Archie for his first birthday um so I'd be interested to get your take on both that very informal situation really and then also we have not done talked fashion properly since she and Harry came back for their sort of goodbye few days where she absolutely knocked it out of the park in terms of how she looked from my point of view anyway, I think. Rifki, what's your uh, what's your fashion take on what we've seen of Megan over the last little while? Well, I suppose obviously the when you know when she's reading the story to Archie, she is in classic Megan mode, isn't she? Really relaxed, looks really kind of happy, dressed down. It's that you know denim shirt look, which is you know shirts uh, and that kind of slightly oversized look is a very classic Megan. I'm in my comfortable space outfit, but I totally agree. I think on, I think it was the last occasion that her and Harry uh, went to where she wore the emerald green with the matching hat and actually Harry's lining of his jacket was the same matching color to her outfit. And it was just, it was perfect. Wasn't it? It was just, it was like a proper little swan song of this really well put together, well-crafted. We're a duo outfit and that's how we're going to leave this. And I thought it was great. And Sarah, from your point of view, have you noticed any changes, I guess, in Megan's style when she came back from before or how did you rate her look when she 
came and visited us for those few days. I mean, Megan's always looked really flawless. I think she felt like she had really big boots to kind of fill with Kate, obviously constantly looking impeccable. But what I really admired and really loved about her Save the Children video with Archie is that her hair was slightly messy. Her clothes were just very casual. Her makeup was barely on. She basically looked like the rest of the UK, which is a brand new mum doing it with Harry in her own like natural comfortable habitat where she feels like I don't have to impress anyone if I don't want to wear makeup or have perfectly groomed hair I'm not going to I'm going to do what I want and I, I really respect that from her cool all right so it's been lovely to chat with you guys I feel like we've had it's been a while since we've done fashion there's been so much going on first with you know we had the, all the drama of Harry and Meghan's big announcement and departure yeah. and then suddenly we're in a pandemic so it's <laughs> It's been a very peculiar year. I mean, I think we thought at the beginning of the year, Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family as senior working royals, that is going to be the biggest story of the year. Nope, not so much. So anyway, it's still one that, well, here we go. It is all combined. And I'm very glad that it has brought us all together to talk about a little bit of hair and makeup. What are you most looking forward to about coming out the other side from like a fashion and beauty point of view, Rivki? Do you know what? I think it's just such a shame because it's such a good year season for trends. Like there are some really beautiful things out there. And I think, you know, they're kind of, they're being missed because we've got nowhere to go. I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting dressed up and going somewhere, anywhere. How about you, Sarah? I feel like when most of the UK was stockpiling food, I was kind of stockpiling like my spring summer wardrobe and then I had nowhere to wear it but Instagram or Zoom calls. So I'm kind of looking forward to going back out to pub gardens and <laughs> just looking my best and feeling my best because obviously I think a lot of people have taken this time to really focus on like themselves and the mental health and have realised what actually matters to them. And I think it'd be really nice when we're all reunited and we'll never take hugging people and seeing people ever again for granted. Oh, well, it's been lovely to see both of you looking tremendous and well and happy on the call. So it's been great to have you with us and look forward to having you back again sometime, either virtually or in person once we're back in the studio. Who knows when that might be? But anyway, thank you very much for filling us in on all of the lockdown and video called Fashion and Beauty. Oh, it was so much fun to talk about clothes again. I'd forgotten, but we still only get to see them from the waist up most of the time at the moment. So it's a lot of a lot of shoulders and uh, definitely looking forward to the day when there is some big hat and serious outfit action once we all come out the other side of this lockdown, hopefully. So that was our fashion and beauty part of this little mini series. If you haven't yet caught the body language episode with Judy James or the room setup episode with the people behind the Room Rater Twitter account, then do check those out and I hope you enjoyed those as well. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with all of the royal news, then do sign up to the Daily Mirror's royal newsletter. If you go to mirror.co.uk slash email, you can see a whole host of newsletters that we uh, we send out and Royal is one of those so select just that one or as many as you like and that will wing its way to your inbox on a regular basis to keep you up to date with the latest goings on and little insights with the Royal family. Anyway I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the mini series. If this is where you've finished it, then I hope you've enjoyed the whole thing. If you haven't yet finished it, then go explore the other episodes because it doesn't matter what order you listen to them in. 
and we will be back very soon to talk about probably the next batch of royal video calls. So until next time. Pod save the queen!